Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com Here to introduce part one of our 200th episode Can you believe we've hit 200 episodes of NMS in the current format? That's 200 rock sagas, 200 rabbit holes That's probably about 600 hours of new music interviews and random chat um, Which is pretty amazing That doesn't even count like we've done Friday night rock shows and we couldn't make the Saturday. We've done year in rewind specials. Uh, for the first year or so, we had a completely different format with one man standing. Our good friend was a third co-host. That doesn't count any of those. 200 episodes just like this. It's absolutely mad. It's crazy when you think about it. Um, we kick off this part one talking to our good friends Jamie and Richard from Flux they are really good fun we have a really good time you will notice in this uh, catch up recording there's a drop off after about I think it's about 11 or 12 minutes and uh, we're basically um, in true NMS style uh, everything cut out and went wrong um, and we had to restart so um, I've just uh, uh, cut that up you'll notice it because there's the sound of a cow mooing I've just you know, cleverly cut in there to cover up the mistake um, and other things and then we crack on and we try and pick up the interview pretty much where we left off so hopefully that works out okay uh, we love those guys and then we go into some amazing brilliant kick-ass rock and roll music uh, all kinds of crazy stuff in there this week and we got some lovely messages uh, saying congratulations and all that kind of stuff for hitting 200 episodes uh, from some of the the bands that listen to the show and fans uh, that listen to the show so thank you so much part two is coming up as well we've got a crazy trip down the rabbit hole uh, for that we've had a really really good time uh, so far 200 episodes or as jamie from flux said 200 years uh, which feels like a very long time indeed cheers guys Welcome to New Music Saturday, hashtag NMS for our 200th show, which is fucking amazing. I can't believe where we're at now, Mike. Like, this is incredible. So, well, welcome, Mike Goes and best mate, uh, Mike Five, the guitarist, everybody wishes they were. Thanks, Matt. It's amazing sitting here in my mansion by the pool after yeah. 200 <laughs> successful New Music Saturday podcast episodes. I worked out earlier, that's 200 part ones, 200 part twos. 
we, we go on for at least three hours at 600 hours of new music interviews and us talking bollocks it's brilliant <laughs> oh, I know. I just, absolutely fantastic that being said all week I, I, I just can't believe 200 and obviously we've been on the air a little bit longer than that but we've done multiple formats and finally we found the one that works for us and uh and just was well, incredible but let's kick it off uh man we have a musical guest welcome flux welcome to the show guys uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Uh, first of all, congratulations on, I was going to say 200 years, but that's not right, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and this is our first interview with Richard Mordecai. So welcome to uh, Mr. Flux. Thank you very much indeed. Hello, hello. So, um... I think if it was 200 years, Bones and I would both be like um, in future army, you know, those heads in that, that glass that, that or, uh, times have been very good to me. <laughs> yeah. I you two will still be going after 200 years, <laughs> you know? I expect, I, I expect they'll find a way to clone us that after. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you guys? Really good. Really good. I mean, all things considered, of course. Um Lockdown, yeah, it's really bad. But you know, my my keyboards are locked in with me, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> Phew, yeah. they're not quarantining. No, and um, and also you can get really amazing um, software now that allows you to work remotely with your bandmates um, in real time. So Jamie can sing, and I can record on this computer, which seems crazy, but it works incredibly well. Wow. So, well, still good. debatable whether I can sing or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, you're right. Voice, it's been great working remotely that way, yeah. Yeah. So it didn't stop the creative process, I don't think. Unfortunately not, no. <laughs> <laughs> what's, um, I'm curious then, what's that experience been like? Because it is very different. I was just chatting to my band this week. We we're arranging a band practice, and we're already at the point where we're going. Oh, I'm not available on this day, and it's back to normal. You know? <laughs> so we've got band practice lined up for June. But you know, we've just been sort of sending each other memes for a year. We've done nothing. But I see all these amazing creative people um, you're doing this. What's it like? How does that feel to do that? Um, good. I think I think it would be it would be more normal to sort of concentrate on i don't know less happy themes um but i think we deliberately avoided doing all of that uh, oh no jamie, jamie did actually write um, a solo track which was very maudlin um, oh, yes. <laughs> i wanted nothing to do with it that was, <laughs> that was with a chap called kiffy who i saw that is on your playlist yes tonight. oh yeah and we played yes. it a few times yeah so uh, I, I can't even remember what the question was. This so in, no. <laughs> well, in, so, yeah, in, instead of doing sad stuff like that, we just thought, well, let's do the most ridiculous things that we can. So um, you've heard Handbag Punk, of course, which is just ludicrous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, do you know? Do you know how that started off? I don't no, know if Jamie's told you this before, but I rang him up one day and I said, "Sweetie." Can you can you write crap trashy lyrics? Yes, he said. <laughs> I sure can. 
I, I thought that's all I'd ever sent you. <laughs> well, I thought that's all I wrote was trashy. It's like a compliment in a kind of way. So, yeah, no, let's do something really stupid and trash and crappy and deliberately so, you know. Um, but but we'll make it an homage to all of our favourite weird people from the 80s. So that's how that came about. And then, and then the next one, um, divulge was right. I want to use the, the word divulge somehow. Just write lyrics around that. And Jamie writes lyrics incredibly quickly. I mean, literally, I'll ask him for a song in the morning, and it's in my Dropbox by the evening. Wow! So, That's nice. um, what you can do on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's true i do get ideas um so i i was doing another interview earlier and i cleverly explained that um i work incredibly fast and want to move on from things really quickly and richard is incredibly slow so um he slows me down and i speed him up and, and that makes for a good fuse yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess, I guess you're technically meeting in the middle, right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, you should be. Just, How? You, oh, sorry. Go it's on, okay. Sorry. Cut me off. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. This, this, this has only happened about two hundred times, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred times. So all, all I was going to say is it was like not really a question saying like, well, you kind of answered kind of how your dynamic works and. uh that's that's man whatever works works that's that's pretty cool the fact that you guys are like like well i guess fearfully being in the middle but still it's that's one way to do it if it works well keep it up yeah how do you say so if you've got that kind of how do you like spare each other on because i guess if you're always racing ahead jamie it must be quite difficult for richard to pull you back but also vice versa it must be you know i just collaborate in the meantime so okay to finish something i'm either making the video for it or starting the the ball rolling with that or i've written another few songs with a few other people yeah <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, and lots of sense. phone calls. Sweetie, what's going on, darling? <laughs> <laughs> does it ever get, <laughs> get frustrating <laughs> at all? Uh, no, not really, because I know that um, <laughs> what Richard does is ne- really necessary, right. you know, because we want a certain quality, and that's what Richard delivers ultimately with his productions. Um, Whereas I just haven't got patience through all that business, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so worth it. I mean, the, the sound. Yeah, <laughs> it's so worth it. I, I mean, the sound you guys get is so full, and it's so. You know, it's funny what you're saying there about you know. Can, can you write um, kind of you know ridiculous lyrics or whatever? It's it's kind of, but the sound is so professional and so, you know, fits in that genre it works with that kind of 80s reference and it's kind of it's a bit cheesy but it's also sincere i, I don't you know when i said the word cheese that sounds like an insult it's not i absolutely love it no you no, know what no. I, mean? I want it to be cheesy no yeah well, that's what i mean it's yeah it's like that deliberate kind of sense of um you know you're, you're you're looking back at something and looking forward into something else but i think the production's amazing i think they're doing a brilliant job to be honest that's not a question i know but <laughs> it's fantastic very much, no, and, and to tell you the truth that's the reason that it's perceived that I'm working slowly because it literally will take me a month to find a bass sound. I'm that fussy. Yeah. So 
Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, there's there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, it's worth it. And, you know, it pays and, off. and and just just the, the explanation of the the TV lyrics. Uh, essentially, you guys are like the synth pop version of Primus. <laughs> <laughs> you can awesome. use that quote in all your marketing. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You mentioned videos. You've got some uh, quite brilliant and slightly risque videos, yeah. um, which I think are fantastic. Do you want to tell us about the uh, um, the process or the production or the ideas behind those? Well, it starts off with uh, maybe me talking to Richard about uh, the lyric content, and then he'll say, oh, great, more more filth from Flux. <laughs> <laughs> so a different direction, and I keep dragging him back to the gutter. Um, so, yeah, I suppose because I write the lyrics, already in my head I know what it's about. Mm. Um, so we kind of run with that narrative with uh, Divulge, the latest one. Um, it's about um, a fetish club that I used to go to in the 90s in Bristol called Spank. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's exactly what it's in the team, yeah. Yeah. So there we are. Boy, We've already got quickly. this in my head because I've, I've lived those nights, you know. So obviously we had to film it remotely, some of it. Uh, Richard's got his lips in the video. <laughs> that's all he was prepared to offer. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, it's an important part. Right. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I, I did... I, I, I didn't want back uh sorry for that uh technical issue i'm not sure what happened but we're gonna try to pick up where we left off uh i had a baby <laughs> <laughs> well let's start there <laughs> do you know what bonesy it wouldn't be it wouldn't be right for the 200th episode to go without some sort of technical hitch would it it's i gonna... know but i just couldn't believe it. i looked up and said why, why are your sound bars always like oh fuck like it froze damn it <laughs> And of course, you get, you get that annoying, you know, that annoying little kind of uh, spinning carful circle on, on on the Mac when it's like waiting, like loading, oh, yeah. loading, loading, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, hopefully, it's all working now. And I did, we did manage to get eleven minutes. It took ages for it to come up, but we got eleven minutes. And I think one of the last things we heard was Fetish Club. 
So yes. maybe we'll just pick up. Yeah, a fish cup called Spank, <laughs> which is amazing. So that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your listeners must have just been on the edge of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. I think. Oh what, come I on! What, what happened? What happened? <laughs> So, uh, uh, so tell us tell us about the video, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Back to the fetish club. Yeah, so the concept of the video, I went to this fetish club in Bristol in the 90s called Spank. So um, I kind of already had the visuals in my head and obviously had that discussion with Richard and um, he, he gave his input. And while he was finishing the song, I'd already started filming the video with some other people. Right. So, uh, yeah, then we got his lips involved. Richard's starring role of his lips are in the video. Because um, that's all he wanted to donate this time. Hopefully we'll get a whole ear and a chin next time. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's, that's, no. The, the, whole, the whole point of the lips was um, that I wasn't supposed to be a real person. I was supposed to be the kind of the um, inner voice of temptation, if you like. Okay. In other, because all I say is divulge and indulge um, on the basis that I guess if you if you want to be fully satisfied, then you you know in in a fetish club setting, <laughs> then you're gonna have to divulge your innermost secrets. I, I guess that was that was the idea behind it. Um, not that I've ever been to such houses of ill repute, of course. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I> really often. <laughs> so, man, I, I, I think, swear. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say. I think. I think it's a. There's a. There's a strong message in there. You know, it's. It's really important that if you happen to end up in that situation, it's important to remember the song and go. I must divulge my, <laughs> and indulge. You know, it's good. It's good advice to the kids out there. You have not to the divulge. kids, but you know, you know, people out there that might to... end up. You have to say what you want, essentially. I'm sure the first thing I thought of uh, uh, when uh, James like a hot liar, right? I, th- I think I think of Simpsons, right? The dentist, like Ralph, why must you fill my office with lies? <laughs> 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 and the dentist, like, aha, liar! Lies, <laughs> <laughs> nice, sweetie, lies. Yeah, yeah. Thompson twins, you know that song? Lies, yeah. lies, yeah, yeah. Lies. <laughs> Actually, the, the next <laughs> song that we're doing is about lies. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, like. that seems like a seamless way to tell us about that. <laughs> um, okay, what can I tell you about it? So, <laughs> the, the the premise of it is that um, it's all about gin and tonic. The song is about gin and tonic, and um, the background to the story, I guess, of the verses, is that we've done all these incredible things with famous people. Um, Drinking, for example, um, having rum with Rihanna and Princess Diana. Total lies. Um, outrageous <laughs> lies. And the, and the video will also be full of um, us drinking different drinks with all of these famous people, but Photoshop really badly and deliberately badly, you know? <laughs> so, so um, yeah, the next single is all about absolute abstract Total lies. <laughs> Total nonsense. <laughs> Total nonsense. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> so I've got to ask, if if Rihanna was yeah. <laughs> in a room, presumably with her umbrella, 
and uh, and Princess Diana <laughs> was in there. I assume someone's in the background playing the piano. Um, what would they what, what would they talk about? What what would what would that conversation involve? Do you think? Um, I I don't know if Rihanna converses as much as Pose is. I've seen her live. <laughs> right. She doesn't speak. She does see no. You're she right. Doesn't speak. No, no she, she, no. she she doesn't speak to her audience. Unfortunately, it's she's really. You know, speaking of which, uh, Jay Z, the guy, discovered is apparently in being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year for some reason. So nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know, I don't know. Do you mean He's Jason not... dead? <laughs> Jason dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> He's not in the 200 episode Hall of Fame, though, is he? No, no, no. <laughs> and he never will be, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. He's quite, full, quite far from Grace, Wayne's he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. He might end up having a conversation about what he'd say to Princess Diana. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> drinking Bacardi with Tom Hardy. That was yes, the life. <laughs> Tom Hardy as in the author Tom Hardy or the actor no the actor <laughs> is, he, what, he's in like Peaky Blinders or something is he he did he was in the craze wasn't he see I'm really bad with actors names or yeah, roles or anything women swoon over him do they apparently and you had a Bacardi with him I think it's a bit of rough <laughs> <laughs> not my type <laughs> <laughs> Lights! Yeah! Liar! Oh, man. Oh. <coughs> Sorry, Mike, did you have a follow-up? Or... No, I was, yeah, I was, I was a, 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 a whimpering <laughs> cough as yeah. I laughed myself out of action. Is there a follow-up or... <laughs> <laughs> I've got nowhere to go after that. It's over to you, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's, Next that's a... question! Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what that is. I'm not sure. <laughs> I must say, actually, last time um, you interviewed me from the disabled Glastonbury, yeah. it was so much fun. Weren't you in the bathroom when you did that? Like, didn't you, Jamie? Did you go into the bathroom to do the interview, like one of the stalls or something? I did. It was the only place I could hear. Yeah, that's right. The toilet downstairs. Yeah, yeah. We've had some obscure. We had someone, uh, someone else, well, a band that were at a festival, right? And they um, were sort of they moved Francis. to the, yeah, cut through France. They moved to the the far edges, but we could still hear. I think they were playing that festival. They were. We could still hear. Um, uh, I can't remember who it was, but some relatively famous but slightly obscure band doing a sound check or something in the background, yeah. <laughs> which is which is quite fun. We also had someone. Who was it? Who um. We did an interview from their best mate's mum's bedroom for some oh, reason. Oh, that was um, uh, oh, Terry. Uh, thank you, Terry, Terry. Terry Ritz. Yeah, thank you for yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've had we've had a few random sort of. It's been less in the last year. Most people have been and at home, obviously. There was also um, what's the name from Colt Forty Eight did it in his car because they were on tour. That's right. Yeah, I've had a few people in their cars. Manipulant did it in his yep. car while and he was at a restaurant with family and friends. Yeah, for dinner. But... <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. For and he stepped out to do an interview with us for 45 minutes <laughs> yeah. and then went back and had his pudding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really like. Um, I've got um, the last couple of weeks, lads, I've been doing this thing where I've managed to find all these websites that have random questions. Uh, I found one this evening that's got 100 questions. And I'm just wondering if you pick a number between one and a hundred, 
I will ask you the numbered question from this random website. Uh, don't mind who goes first. Well, Richard, why don't you go with your age first? Which is 38, isn't it, sweetie? 33, then. <laughs> 33. Okay, right. So 33 is not bad. If you could go back in time, what year would you travel to? Ooh, that's a good one. Interesting. That's easy for me. Um, it would be... Uh, I think it was 1979, and I would rather be a teenager when the whole kind of blitz movement started. Yep. Oh, nice. That's, yeah, good. that's a good yep. answer. That's a really good answer. Um, oh, I don't know. I suppose uh, the year that Stonehenge was being built, I, I really don't know. I don't know what year Ooh. that was, though. Yeah, Lion is a toss-up because I kind of kind of swap between like uh, you know the, the roaring 20s like the speakeasies and stuff like that i think it'll be an amazing time to to, to be kind of you know secretly partying sort of behind the law or there's there's that or i definitely could have fit into the 60s so easily so <laughs> especially tonight bones yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you, know what, you know what the, you know what the funny thing is is the the the, the picture we have up like it's what like a year or so old, Mike? Or like, well, maybe two or three years. Point being, is I got, I got, I got new, I got new shades, and the shades, the new, new uh, um, sunglasses I got, I got on Brighton Beach for five pounds, like kick ass. And these are ones I've been worn for so long, <laughs> I finally found them for five pounds, like amazing. Like, Mate, they're quality sunglasses. That's the thing, right? If you come to Brighton, it's all about quality tat. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost not that no, it's brilliant um well we'll do one more of those uh um who picked the last number i can't remember <laughs> one of you pick another number <laughs> between 100 why don't we go with 100 uh, after tom moore 100 after, oh that's that's very emotive jamie that's, that's, <laughs> Oh please! I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit serious. For this. Uh, no, okay, that's very good. Um, but it, but I'll be honest with you, it's a rubbish question. These websites are completely All random. Right, um, Richard, you pick one. <laughs> okay, we'll never know what it was. Let's have a think. Forty-four. Forty-four. All right, so a little bit of a scroll here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this isn't much better. What form of public transportation do you prefer? And then it's got some it. options. It's got some options, just if that helps, which is air. I didn't know you could travel through the air. I guess that means plane, maybe. Oh, air, absolutely. boat, train, bus, car, etc. Oh, train. Train. Any any particular... I mean, you just said you don't really use it. Is that just because you like trains and think that would be the best answer there? It's about the easiest one to travel on, I guess, because you could get up and walk around. Um, That's true. I quite, I quite like flying, but oh god, it's boring, isn't it? <laughs> There's not much, not much place, not much space to move around. Um, I but I have to say, I do quite like sort of being fed in a weird way on up <laughs> <laughs> in the sky. With, uh, <laughs> what like baby with, food and a nappy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's of everything, and little plastic sort of bits and pieces, and somebody coming around saying, hot towel, sir? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, I have a hot towel. I think I'm a hovercraft. I mean, 
to be honest, right, where it says public transportation, I'm not sure if I would count air, but it says air, and it doesn't say hovercraft, but that can come under etc. So I think you can say whatever you like, basically. Well, right. it's the only way to get to the Isle of Wight, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I've I mean, been on a yeah. hovercraft. Oh my god, I don't do well on sea at all. Oh. I vomited so much on that. I can't <laughs> even begin to tell you. Man, I, I remember I was in Cuba. On the cat. Oh god, the catamaran is even worse. <laughs> and the, the thing is, I was I was told before we before we got there. Oh yes, these catamarans, the modern ones, are awesome. You won't get seasick. It's got stabilizers and all this nonsense. So. I got on board, and the first thing that I clocked was about 400 lavatories. And I thought, yeah, right, <laughs> stabilising, no vomiting. Um, after about half an hour, everybody's run into them. <laughs> <laughs> when they say stabilisers, I mean, do they literally mean those little sort of trike wheels that you get? They put them, <laughs> put them on the back of the boat? Because I don't think that would make any difference, to be honest. But then I'm not a, a seaman, as it were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, you meant a sailor, a sailor. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but still, I've been listening to too much smut from Flux. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I thought there was a genuine leader into handbag punk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I'd love to claim that I'm that good at this, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, I will. I will put a little clip up later. But I just like t- 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 there was a South. There was a South Park where his name is Seaman. He keep keep calling the Seaman. So, so uh, was, I'm sorry, but just, that's why my I started laughing. I'm like, oh my god, seriously. <laughs> so it just made being childish, right? But that's all good. So um, back to the music, I guess. So, uh, we, oh yeah, we are actually gonna play. Uh, Brand new single by Flux. This is an NMS exclusive, so thank you, Jamie and Richard, for this. So we're gonna play their new song called "Wish." And it's the Gypsy Mix. Take this. trust you with my life I'll protect and bless you day and night You deserve a standing ovation For putting up with my lack of patience For my hunting charms Fell straight into Into my open arms You feel my love With peace and harmony Our love is like A perfect symmetry The seasons have their reasons That reason cannot know You're my valentine Light I shine on truth Innocence and purity Make life with you complete Our love is like the fruit On a thousand trees So sweet 
and harmony Our love is like a perfect symmetry and just specifically for us which is amazing a song called Wish the Gypsy Mix and first off man I, I love uh, I, I kind of love that almost kind of childish kind of like uh, stand up bass sound at the very beginning I mean that was a perfect like kind of cue up and lead into the song like just for starters and Jamie man you got a, you got an awesome voice brother that was really good I really enjoyed that oh thank you I have to say um that that was well. First of all, I have to say it was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it was oh, yeah. a really good tune. Um, I I don't think we've ever had we've we've had NMS exclusives, and we absolutely love that. I don't think we've ever had a track that's NMS only, and you were saying that you're not actually ever going to release this. So I think that's pretty special, yeah. yes. uh, and we feel pretty privileged to uh, to have shared that moment with you. I thought that was awesome. Um, I thought I thought the production of it was fantastic. I actually heard. I heard, I can't remember his name. Is it Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull? I heard a bit of Jethro Tull in your voice this time, Jamie, which is quite unusual, but lent itself really well to the style of, uh, of that song. So I don't know if that was intentional, but that was brilliant. Absolutely well, fantastic I, track. Thank you. When I recorded that, I was actually in an indie rock band. So maybe that's what you pick it up. Maybe. There you oh, go. Yeah. There you go. We were called Suspension. Suspension. Um, yeah, after the... After the Clifton Suspension Bridge in Bristol. Right, okay. Not not after the thing that makes you have a smoother journey in a car. Which is less of a story. Um, um, Richard, in the in the break, while we were listening, you were you were telling us the story about that track and it was fascinating. Would you mind repeating it all for everyone to hear? Certainly not. So um <laughs> That began with Jamie sending me some stuff that he'd done. Um, um, in fact, he sent me loads of tracks, but one of them stood out, which was that one, um, which just, it had nothing but his voice and a guitar on it. Um, but they were mixed really well, so I couldn't separate them easily. So I thought, well, why don't we just sort of stick with the acoustic sort of theme of this? And... I've I've got as part of um, the software package that I've got, I've got a lot of VST instruments. Um, and I had a load of uh, sample libraries, which I'd never used, really. So there's samples of real violins, real cellos, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And I thought, well, why don't we just use them? 
it was kind of an experiment. But as I was working on the track, I thought, you know, I really quite like this. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so I continued, and so, so that was it. Which I think Jamie wrote it for his boyfriend, like back eight years ago, something like that. Oh wow! And um, and I really love the sentiment yeah. in it. But at the same time, it doesn't really fit in with anything that either the Summer Condition <laughs> or Flux have done. Um, so it's never been released, probably never will be re- released. It, we, it was an experiment. That's all it was. Still very cool, though. We really do much appreciate it. It's an awesome song. Oh, oh we have to give you something special to celebrate your 200 years on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry about my faux pas this morning um, when I posted on social media that it was just 100 years that you've done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like such a tit after, but there you are. Oh, that's yeah. No, we've done that. We've done the century. God, that was fair. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what was really hard about doing this podcast 200 years ago was recorded music wasn't invented. Yeah. So it's just me, me and Bonesy shouting down tin cans for a piece of wire at each other. I bet you would have, though, wouldn't you? Oh, we would have. We both like to talk. So, yeah. I've got a feeling Bainesy would have started his own sort of um, <laughs> like little little bit of press, you know, would have would have been one of those like corners of the world where it comes up occasionally in history books about some rebellious Canadian that wrote a slight on a on a politician and called him like a wooden board or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. We would have gone into publishing. Sure. <laughs> Back then, it was all chisels and blocks of stone. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's, let's crack on with the interview. So, um, going going backwards, uh, obviously because we've uh, we've not done any origins of this, but how how did how did flux begin? What's the what is the origin of of you know your um, partnership together as musicians and and just you know how you got together and started writing music and all that sort of stuff. Well, Flux really began with this human condition, didn't it, Rich? Yeah. Uh, so we've, we've, Richard and I have written about, I think it was five songs with this human condition. Tracks like Psychotropic, Telepathic Heights, Normal, God Kills Another Kitten, Brother Blue. Right. That was basically Richard and I. Oh, wow. Uh, so it, it kind of started from there, really. Uh, Mr. Minchie and myself were more of the experimental side of it, and we didn't mm-hmm. obviously get... Uh, Mr. Mitchie's vocals onto some of those tracks, but some of them he couldn't do for various reasons. Right. So, but our story really began, where did we meet, Richard? In a campsite, actually. Oh, wow. In the forest, forest of Dean. Forest of Dean, yeah. I was, yeah, I was going to camping with a friend, Roger, and um, I, I'll never forget. I arrived at the. In, I was in the. I was in the car, and I arrived at the uh, reception lodge thing, you know. And um, outside, I could see Roger with this big ball of sunshine and, and <laughs> happiness. And I thought <laughs> we're going to get on. And, um, and Love so, for us, this this Roger character. He goes to bed very early, doesn't he, with an aspirin? So. Yeah. From so, 10 o'clock or so, we have the rest of the night, and we literally did that through the night. Nice. We, we talked about, I think we talked about nothing but music until exactly. I, yeah. um, probably nice. the sun came up. Right on. Aren't those and, the best nights? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I totally agree. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and to add to that, Luis Waja. <laughs> <laughs> just to throw that in. So yeah, I, just, I, I couldn't help myself with that one. Hey, Luis Waja. Well, you know, it's, it's, it is kind of fitting because I think it was three days ago uh, in 1969 is when Monty Python officially became Monty Python. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, so kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of thing, but, kind of sort of right. So, do you think they did two hundred episodes, or are we more prolific than Monty Python? <laughs> Not yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Those come. I mean, you know, when Brainsy came over to England, we had a few nights where we just literally stayed up talking about music, drinking, and um, generally making a lot of noise, probably for the neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> But they are the best nights. I think, you know, exactly. just they are, yeah. Yeah, it connects I, I, us all. Yeah, and then, of course, it got a little bit of shit from, from Lady Bonfers from Snoring So Loud because the booze, right? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> because I, she's like, I almost elbow dropped you to wake you up to turn you over. <laughs> like, you, you weren't moving at all. I was like, sorry. <laughs> I think you've just got away with blaming me for that. Oh no, that's fine. Like I went down either way. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be real here. So, so I'm, I'm on vacation. I'm in England. I get I get a do as you know, like. <laughs> so you, so you're on a campsite. You meet. You spend endless nights chatting. This sounds like a fantasy novel. You spend endless nights chatting about music, having a yeah. lovely time. Roger's in bed with his aspirin, and then you Roger's go. Roger's in bed by ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, aspirin is slippers, right? Like, <laughs> and his slippers are his pipe. <laughs> and then, uh, if you're listening, Roger, we appreciate you. Um, <laughs> good God, no! Look at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. he's already in bed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he can also catch up. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then you go right. Let's make some music. Let's no, not, go. Not straight away. Not straight away. Um, Jamie, I think after that, um, started going to the Bristol Songwriter Circle. I think it was called where he met Mr. Minchie and formed um, this human condition. Now, they both live in Bristol, and so I think this human condition was very much a Bristol band, and they they gigged quite a lot. Um, mm. And, you know, it would it really wouldn't have been possible for me to go over there, certainly not on weekdays, because, you know, I have a full-time job. Right. So, um, but I just lent a hand, really, to, to start with. And um, and that's all that it was. Um, I helped out. I think um, the first thing you did was remixed Psychotropic because I was in my band Suspension and Psychotropic uh, was a rock song. Oh, really? I've you never two? heard it. I've, I've, I've never heard yeah. the original. Yeah. Ooh. I don't think I've ever heard the original. That's the next NMS yeah, only. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you wrote all the songs about bridges, Jamie, but we'll have that conversation another day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Where are you? Where are you based, Richard? Oh, I'm in South Wales. Um, in South Wales. Okay. Yeah, a little village called Mystig. You wouldn't have heard of it. It's um, if you look at a map of Wales and draw a line between Cardiff and Swansea and just in the centre, just to have an idea. Excellent. I will I will look that up later on. My geography is very poor. It's, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I don't know where anything is. But um, 
Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I let the human condition do their thing. I helped out. And then I think during lockdown, we decided to work closely together. We decided that uh, when Hanbag Punk was released, it couldn't be the human condition any longer. It had to be a, a brand new band. So we thought, well, let's just do it ourselves. Um, so we spent a couple of days thinking of a name, Flux, and um, and that was it. And here you are, joining us yeah. on the 200th episode of NMS at the height of fame. Indeed, <laughs> what, what could be nicer? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great, guys. It's, I mean, I love those sorts of things where you know it feels quite natural. You know, you, you get people in the room that have got a passion for a certain thing and you know at some point that's going to turn into something i love those sorts of isn't it funny how human relationships work and if you think about the last year it's funny how we've all missed out on some of those interactions and you know those random moments but as you say the beauty of it is actually there is this ability to work remotely which brings a whole new dynamic um and yeah different way of thinking as well so it's sort of pros and cons really i suppose and i, I think uh, that we actually got to know each other for about two years before we even started on music together because i was doing other music with other people okay cool. so we developed a friendship first didn't we and i very much think of you as a friend first and a, a music friend second as it were oh so yeah even if my voice packed in and Richard lost his fingers, for example. Um, mm. <laughs> we'd still be friends. Well, I, n- I know we would, you know. So. That'd be quite a weekend, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would. Unfortunately. <laughs> Very unfortunate one. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think how that would come about. I've just got images of you sort of driving a big digger, <laughs> singing very loudly over the top of the noise and accidentally running Richard's fingers over. That's the only way I can think that, that would come about. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the next music video yeah. <laughs> so, so what have you guys got coming up next well um g&t this the song that i told you about earlier on um actually there's there's more than that in, the, in on the pipeline but I, I don't know if they're going to be singles i think um certainly some of the slower ones are what i would call album tracks I don't know. Maybe we, when they're finished, we'll think differently about it. But um, we've got a lovely but, little Middle Eastern thing, haven't we? That I'd love to go back to. Yeah, yeah. We, we've we've got to return to that, of course. But I, I can only deal with one thing at a time. <laughs> I think what we like doing is something very different and uh, working in that that sweet spot of new territory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and they're all sort of different personalities. These songs. Uh, it feels yes. like it feels like there's a bit of there's certainly a sort of innovation. You know, there's a bit of characterization in in the tracks themselves. If you like, they feel like they're sort of. You know, it, it feels like two people who really get on with each other, just trying stuff out, which is brilliant. Like you know, it, it works. Yeah. Um, which is and I've which always, is I've always loved to work that way actually because if if i'm if we made 10 different versions of um handbag punk we would both get bored very easily (laughs) (laughs) sorry for a moment there i thought you meant 10 remixes i was like well we might all get a little bit (laughs) (laughs) it's a great time come on guys (laughs) jamie messaged me a couple of weeks ago and said after after another radio show 
Somebody wants a remix of Hardback Punk. I said, absolutely not. Don't do that. That'd be a moment of trying to pick a bass. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very good. Um, and it sounds like you're getting around a bit, talking to people. You mentioned you, were, you did another interview earlier and you've been in a few radio shows and stuff. So it's good to, good to get the word out. How are you finding the independent music scene generally at the moment? I, I really like it. Um, I think for people like us, uh, this uh, Pando thing has just given us time to make music. And for me, um, the power of collaboration, really. I've really enjoyed collaborating with people. I collaborated with a chap called Ewan Bedford on a song, which I think you, you guys played, called Gone So Quickly Without Goodbye, which was a yep. bit of an emotional one for me because normally... But stuff's a bit full of personality and fun. And you know, there was, it was a happy accident that both songs just succeeded each other. It was just, I just, it was just the way I made the list. So it was not on purpose. I did because I didn't know until after the fact. Ah, right, right, yeah. So, but the independent stuff, I think, yeah, it's great for me. How, how do you feel, Richard? Well, I don't do interviews, as you know. Um, this is the only one that I've agreed to. This is to another do. exclusive, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at this. <laughs> All right. Look at this. Guys, you're making our 200th birthday. Fantastic here. Yeah, this is brilliant. The only time I've ever managed to get Richard um, in an interview was when I came off stage with this human condition at Western Pride, and Richard just happened to be there. And I practically pushed him in the chair and told him he was being interviewed. Uh, but, but that wasn't really, yeah, but never as flux. Always... I was busy talking to Hazel Dean about the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, uh, I don't know, on this show, I feel like it's become less of an interview and more of an informal conversation that's right. mainly related to music. <laughs> Occasionally we might talk about music, but, you know. Yeah, well, it's got to be something special and different for your 200th show, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, generally, though, all of our interviews <laughs> tend to descend <laughs> into something else. With Lemonade Kid recently, I've, I've never met Lemonade Kid, but um, over the years, we've been on a lot of the same shows together. So yeah. I've done a lot of uh, chats with him on Twitter. So oh. I, I enjoy discovering people like him and some of the other people you play, you know, like Kiffy, he's coming out with some interesting stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we have, he sent us a new one for tonight called madness. And, uh, he sent us a block of like three or four songs. We've played at least two of those. We get two more to play out of that as well. So yeah, we got uh, a lot of good stuff from him. I reckon he, you could probably fill up a whole show. He could, if you said, give me 25 songs by next week show, I think he could deliver. Mate, not even <laughs> kidding. I mean, I, I was talking to him recently. I think, I might get the numbers wrong, but I think he's done five albums in six months or something like that. No, this year. Is it this year? Yeah, yeah so five months. Still, though. <laughs> still. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a, I mean, I think I said to him, like, you know, my band have been writing and recording an album for, uh, well, when did we release the last one? 2016. So five years <laughs> we've, been, <laughs> we've been writing and recording one album, and he's done five in five months. It's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Might as well not bother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, guys. I'm giving up music. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> um, well, good. So this, I think this is all very exciting. Um, I guess my 
we're probably coming to time, but yeah. my last question, and I'll let Bainsey kind of obviously do his as well, because I've sort of done what I normally do and just rambled on. <laughs> um, but my, my last question was just about um, the dynamic now going forward as hopefully the world starts to open up and get a bit back, you know, more to normal and things like that. Obviously, you've kind of um, obviously known each other for a while, but you've sort of formed and started doing this in quite a unique situation. So how do you think that will change with the ability to actually, you know, see people in person and go to pubs or whatever else. Um, what, what do you think, what effect do you think that will have um, on what you do? Well, because we've not been able to go on holidays means that I've got 25 totally unused days to Ooh, take by the nice. end of the year, which makes, of course, travelling to Bristol for gigs um, much easier. So, and I cannot wait. I literally cannot wait to listen to the stuff that we've created, you know, on a big PA to big yeah. speakers with an audience. There's nothing like it. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's going to be quite the experience, isn't it? Jamie's already set up one date for us in, what is it, September or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. September the 2nd nice. in Bristol in Crofter's Rights. So, uh, you know, kind of where Banksy's from. Nice. Is he going to be there? We'll never know, I suppose. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually Banksy? Is that is that what we're saying here? No, that's no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. That that would be quite the exclusive. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> That'd be amazing. I wonder if music may just go on the back burner for a while because I think I just need to go out and be wild for a bit. Yeah you know and get it in where you can because you just it's all so uncertain isn't it you just don't know what's going to happen richard and i've got camping trip another one (laughs) (laughs) so uh but we've got plenty of ideas and stuff we can work on but um oh don't worry i've I've already got loads and loads of ideas from jamie in a in a folder on the computer (laughs) (laughs) excellent are you going camping in the forest of dean again or are you going somewhere else no, Dorset. No, Dorset. And, Dorset. And also, Green Man Festival, if it goes ahead. Just fingers uh, yeah. crossed. Oh, very good. The reason I ask is, as you mentioned Forest of Dean earlier, I thought, oh, what do I know about the Forest of Dean? Absolutely fuck all. So I looked it up <laughs> and I found out that the Forest of Dean is a source of timber for the Navy's Tudor warships. Or was, obviously, a source of timber for the Navy's Tudor warships. So there you go. Next time you go there, you can go, did you know... <laughs> the Forest of Dean was actually a source of timber for the Navy's Tudor warships. And, wow. people and the locals wow. will say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah probably, a lot so. of them might know that, yeah. But, but yeah. more importantly, EMF are from there. Oh, nice. Oh, Liggy. Just say that, yeah. yeah. Or from the campsite. Yeah, no, from the campsite. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that run it. <laughs> yeah, right. They <laughs> <laughs> put on a little end of summer show. <laughs> <laughs> and of course Dana song called Lies. Uh, they, did. they actually yeah. did though. They actually did. Yeah. I had the album. <laughs> like I yeah, I love that's one of my favourite albums. I love that album. <laughs> Super Dip. Yeah. Indeed. I feel like this has well, come full circle. Well, brilliant. Guys, um unfortunately we are out of time, but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us celebrate our two hundredth episode and thank you for dealing with the little uh snafu we had earlier. We, we love you guys and so much appreciated having the NMS exclusive specifically for us that we released. That's amazing. 
You're very welcome, and thank, thank you. you very much for inviting us. It's really nice of you. Yeah, lovely to celebrate you. Yeah, you too. That is really good. Honestly, it's our pleasure. And I have to say, that was pretty special, giving us a track that has never been heard and probably will never be released. That is probably the best present we could have had. Um, So thank you. We appreciate that. Next next time we do an interview, can we do it on the waltzers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I want to do an interview with Richard on a catamaran. I think that'd be yeah. good. <laughs> well, I I wasn't pretty, that. I could tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so so much. We very much appreciate it, and we'll definitely be talking again soon. Oh. For sure. All right. Well, have a great night, guys. Thank you so much. All right, cheers. Bye, everyone. Cheers, guys. Thank Bye, you. everyone. Right on. Well, we got through it a second time. It's going to call Mike back here real quick, but got through it a second time without any um, technical stuff. And I pretty much believe it was the video that froze it. Hey, Mike. Hello. So I'm uh, pretty sure it was the video that froze Spreaker. Uh, almost 100% positive. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. Either way, just because it was just, sometimes Skype is good, sometimes it's not, right? So, either way, that was a lot of fun. And, man, I was just going to talk to Jamie again. I was very excited about this interview. It was like, oh, obviously, because we never talked to Richard before. But uh, just uh, talking to Jamie again, it's been too long. It's like, man, I love talking because he's always got some insightful and just funny stuff. And while we were finishing up the interview, I was obviously I was multitasking, except I was, I was ordering a this team condition t shirt. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, I got, one on, I, got, I got one on the way in about two weeks. So awesome. <laughs> Great multitasking. Well, yeah, I exactly. couldn't do that. Well, so I was like, I was like well, what if they have any birds? Like, oh, T-shirt, done, bought. Thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was, saying, I was saying earlier, I think in, in my video, I was like that, that band camp has become a bit of an addiction. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like I, I was looking, man, I have over 200 albums I bought and purchased, whether it's the digital or vinyl. And it's like, holy crap, right? A toy well, worth it, but man, I bought three new ones the other day. Like I said on the video, I bought uh, Book of Worms, um, F-U-V-K, because of you, I saw that come up in your feed. And then uh, Megan McDuffie is from, uh, I believe from Washington, U.S. So I wanted yep. to buy her CD, but her CD was sold out, unfortunately. But I did, however, buy the vinyls for Book of Worms and F-U-V-K. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, nice. Because I, I, I went through a phase of um, buying discographies. I looked the other day and I've got nearly two and a half thousand things in my bank oh, wow. um, collection. <laughs> and I, a lot of them are singles because when you buy a discography, you right. get, you know, a lot of bands have released a lot of stuff. So it's not albums. I don't know how many albums oh. specifically, but you realize because I just quite often just flick through and, you know, in the car, I give the phone to William right. and he flips through and just picks a cover and plays it. And he just, you know, everything I buy, I hear. And if it's physical, I probably hear it more right. if it's a CD or whatever, I'll go back to it. But you still go in and dive in and discover stuff. And it's such an amazing way to discover music. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's, it is good. But it's, 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 it's like, those good old vinyls, you go the vinyl would probably be very cool. And oh, speaking <laughs> of which, um, I, I know I might have mentioned it last week, but I ordered uh, Portishead, the Portishead album Dummy, right? Oh, I love so, man, we got it. I ordered it on vinyl, right? So it came Tuesday, and we listened to it last night. And holy crap, does it ever sound good? And man, Beth Gibbons, like it just like she was made for that type of music. I mean, she's crumpled the Billy Holiday, and holy crap, it sounded awesome. Like vinyl, it's like I wish it had so much more vinyl. It sounded so good. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's. it's I used to have that on. Um, 
on cassette. Yeah, and that well, sounded really I, good. I have the CD still. I just wanted the vinyl. It's like, well... <laughs> I've got it on CD. I used to have it on cassette, but I don't anymore. But that I I remember that sounding really good when I was I don't know I was probably about twelve or thirteen or something. But I just remember how good that particular because I had loads of tapes. Right. Um, I had a Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I, 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 unfortunately, most tapes I've I've had have been warped. I tossed them out already. So it's been a number of years. Oh yeah, I got rid of all. I only started buying tapes again last year, and it was literally I had zero, and then suddenly people started releasing stuff on Bandcamp for me. Yeah, oh yeah, tape. Cool. I, I got I like, two cassettes from a uh, uh, high low on the way, and man, yeah. because of the last Bandcamp and this Bandcamp, I have probably about seven vinyls on the way. <laughs> <laughs> so because I, I bought I bought the trilogy from from high low, so it's got uh, Cyclops, uh, and there's uh, down I think down the way is including that one, and like uh, that that. They, they made it like a special release to me like it was like, a, like uh, a, a small it was still like I was did uh, like a seven inch vinyl or small a little bit smaller oh, so I yeah, have that yeah. so that's part of it so they go full it's like okay I'll buy that and I have, I have the press uh, the, one of the original pressings of uh, Down the Wave coming as well with that plus oh, uh, nice. plus Auto Spy or Autopsy and uh, one more of their cassettes uh, so that's all coming from just from them then I have Sarah Louise who are playing tonight in part two she's from North Carolina so that's coming plus I have uh F-U-V-K had coming, plus Book of Worms. And I think there's a couple more in there I might be forgetting. But yeah, I got quite a number, and I'm so pumped. It's like, man, it's going to be like, uh, starting like by next week, the week after, it's going to be like Christmas every day. Oh, I have um, a teacher coming from uh, Analog Culture, whatever, for their five-year anniversary. And after we'll play, uh, they sent us a voice message. I JB'd it. So we'll, we'll play that later. And I have my um, Generation Radio up, Lord and I'm sure, coming as well. So... Uh, I was like, yeah, very excited. So I got, I got, I got a lot of stuff coming in. I'm mean, just like, so, so pumped. All this indie stuff, man. Like my, our, our collection is growing exponentially. You know, like, and like you're said, kidding out, mate. You're not going to be able to afford groceries for the rest of the month. <laughs> yeah, well, thankfully, I, I'm kind of smart about it. I kind of try to set aside a certain amount of money per month for Bandcamp specifically. Yeah. So it's almost like part of the budget, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a line in a spreadsheet. But it's totally worth. it. I mean, I, I kind, of, I kind of went over the, the budget last time and this time around, but it's totally worth it though. Not, That's not, what the budget's for. Yeah, not not too bad. I mean, I went over a little bit, but not too bad. So either way, totally worth it. Totally, totally worth it. So, Definitely. man, um, we are we got mad catch up here to do, but it's not a problem. We will make it work because we do have twenty six songs. Uh, but our first one tonight to get rocking um, uh, for the hashtag rock song and our Twitter episode, which is still crazy and blows my mind. So yeah. here we go with a band called Fight Fear, and the song's called uh, Duh. Maybe, we first that they 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 marked down so the band's the pretty fragile and so it's all fight so I looked I looked up it's like wait a minute no that's not right it's wait like, a it's, minute it's like, yeah exactly wait a minute wait a minute horses don't sneeze you know <laughs> so, so it said fight fear dash the pretty fragile like, wait a minute no the band is the pretty fragile the song is fight fear so dig this this is a pretty heavy one so uh, hold on to your lug nuts because it's time for an overhaul dig this. <laughs> <laughs>
right on the pretty fragile and fight the fear that was a pretty heavy industrial tune and it's been a while since we got something like that it was a very cool like i love the uh just the, the the feel to it it just it had a little bit a little bit mix of night nails but it kind of had uh, a little bit kind of new wave almost a little bit of prodigy uh prodigy <laughs> uh, the prodigy my sorry my my mispronunciation the prodigy involved and the vocals were pretty cool between the comments almost like kind of thrashed sound to kind of light and kind of dark it was like it was kind of cool you know it was a really good mix wasn't it i mean the the guitar just was so fuzzy it was like um it had like that uh, oh, what's the album with song two on it my blur but it had uh, there's a couple of tracks it's got that really fuzzy uh kind of the album might just be called blur i can't remember anyway it's got right. that really fuzzy um <clears throat> like lo-fi kind of guitar sound which is really cool and then yeah like you say the vocals just did all sorts of it kind of went from horror to like that punky thing that keith and the prodigy did and yeah it was really good man that was a great great tune for sure. So next up of a brand new band uh, called Rex. So W-R-E-X and the song's called Wide Eyes. Dig this.
Right on. That was Rex with Wide Eyes. That was a great tune. I love her voice, man. That was yeah. really, really pretty cool. And just had that kind of, it's like synth and rock pop sound to it. It was really awesome. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was amazing. The vocal delivery was just perfect, wasn't it? It was almost frantic in places. And there was, you know, the bit right before the, the dropout, Right, uh, where it then comes back in with with just that um, again, kind of like lo-fi style guitar. I thought it was excellent the way the you know the lyrics just sped up and created that intensity it was really cool. Uh, but yeah, it was really good, kind of you know big sounding, like you say, kind of um, you know pop and rock and synthy and oh, mate, loads of stuff in there. This is good. <laughs> this is feel good music right here, man. Well, then uh, we're going to do a little bit of a switch up here. Um, I'm going to play uh, Arsenic Tea Party first, then we'll go back to Without Andrew. So here we go with Arsenic Tea Party, and a song called Tommy the Cat. Dig this. No 
Arsenic Tea Party and Tommy the Cop, unlike Tommy the Cat by Primus. But what a, what a kick-ass song that was, man. I know normally they fit the rabbit hole, but I was like, no, this time around, they definitely fit part one. It could have fit into that mix, and what a great kick-ass tune. It just so, it's just like, almost like high-powered, like, ska and a polka mixed together, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. I just, yeah, it was kind of fast-paced, um, heavy punky i don't know just everything about that was just really good the vocal delivery was excellent the whole story and narrative and it was just amazing all the different you know drama in the sounds and oh man just everything about that was just like frantic frantic is the key word for the beginning of this <laughs> part <Right>. one <laughs> the tracks have made but i love that that was such a cool tune and yeah you're right it was definitely a part one tune this week that was fantastic well, we'll get to our next song here in just a moment, and I've got it downloaded, but for some reason it's not coming up, so if just bear with me for just a couple seconds here. And, oh, oh, no, got it. No, we're good. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Thank God. So, all right. So, here we go, and this is, the I think, one of the best tracks on the new Without Andrew album. This is, this one's called, uh, and for all people in the UK, they know what a Tory is. And I do hear Canada because of the show and Mike and everybody else. So here we go with brand new Without Andrew and a song called Don't Trust a Tory. Dig this.
Right on. Brand new without Andrew, the song called Tone Trustatory. And man, this album is so cool, but I love this song. It just, it just, it just, it definitely has that punk pop feel to it. And it's, it's, it's it, me, I'm kind of picking up, like, obviously a little bit of, little bit of Blink 182, but also, um, uh, what's the name? Bad, Bad Religion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely had a bit of Bad Religion. I, I, um, I got a little bit of the offspring at the end as well. Oh like yeah, he, yeah, good point. Yeah, he went kind of full Dexter Holland on Ixnay and that big yeah. scream at the end, <laughs> which is really cool. Man, they're such a great band. They're so much fun to talk to. They write amazing songs. They write lots of songs. <laughs> Very cool <laughs> tunes. Obviously, there's a you know, uh, well, not hidden strong political message right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in there, which you know, I'm. I'm all about bands that you know write songs with with meaning and purpose um but they do it in such a you know just fun way it's just such a great tune to dance around the kitchen to or i would right. imagine it'd be very good at a live gig uh if and when they ever come back uh, but yeah, yeah brilliant 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 band if you didn't listen to it it was pretty funny and the best yes. was my first question, which caught everybody off guard. And I just, I just kind of thought, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with it. So I was like, I, I was talking to Monique, obviously, you remember, right? I was like, well, yeah. the first question would be, how the hell did you end up with these two assholes? <laughs> and, and it was just so funny because it was just unexpected. There's a perfect joke. And Matt was still laughing when we were talking to Monique, which was even better. He's still giggling in the background. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Ah <laughs> oh, yes, one of one of many witty moments over two hundred episodes, Bonesy. Well, there's that one, and then uh, one of the many times we played uh, those fucking snowflakes, and I said, you know what? There's just something. It's just, fuck, and like <laughs> you know, there's like dead silence because we weren't expecting it at all. <laughs> it's like, uh, you all right? <laughs> that was a magical moment yeah, right there. <laughs> but dead silence for a good three, a good three, three or five seconds of dead air. It's like. And they're like, oh, okay, I can laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> Why I laugh, you know? <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Speaking of 200 episodes, we've got uh, quite a few very nice voice messages to play later, haven't we, from, uh, yeah. from people listening to the show. I'm quite excited to, uh, <laughs> to play those. There's some good ones in there. I'm going to play one right now before we get to our next song. I'm trying to think of which one to start with. Oh, you devil. Oh, here we go. Yes, this is. Uh, 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 well, apparently we're, we're getting a phone call, even though it's not a uh, phone-in show. But <laughs> this, this, this is from Crushed by Pins. A phone call for Doctor Bones and Mike Five. So this. Courtesy of Ben Jones from Crush by Pinks. So that was awesome. So it's like, oh, that's amazing. It's a, it's a good one too. And and 
but you look at that, you can't help but feel happy. Ha ha ha, genius. <laughs> like, yeah, but what a great band, and I can't wait for more new stuff. But we're going to keep on uh, rolling some more great tunes here. So next up we have uh, New and by Return to Void, and a song called Music of Light and Shadow. Dig this.
one, that was Return to Void with Mosaic of Light and Shadow. And their songs, man, they can go either way. They can either go uh, uh, down the rabbit hole or part one. And some of them are, are questionable as to always, in my mind, where I'm going to where I'm going to put them or put them in, into the list, whether they'll what how they'll flow and fit. But this time, it's like, yeah, this is definitely like a part one, even though it had that bit of a trip out feel to it. But I just love the. Um, I was telling you at the, at the beginning, I said, oh, it's kind of Loki Maiden, right? So, yeah. but, well, that's what I was going to say. It's got elements of Maiden all over it, yeah, isn't it? Man, which is just amazing. Sure. Yeah. It's proper good. Sorry, go on. Hmm. No, no, that's okay. It's okay. Keep it. <laughs> I was just going to yeah. say, well, I was going to say that. It's, you know, it's got that, and, <laughs> but it's mixed with like heavy grunge rock and roll elements throughout the whole thing. I just, they're such a great band. And across our 200 episodes, we've played quite a lot of teams yeah. by this band <laughs> because they just do amazing stuff. They sound brilliant. It's a really, really cool thing they've got going on. Absolutely, man. You're, uh, yeah, I, I know I'm just playing. It's, like, oh, no, it's okay. Just, just cut me off. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. No, oh, man, it's all, it's all good. Like, it, it wouldn't be NMS <laughs> without all this stuff that we do all the time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like earlier. <laughs> when, um, when um, oh, who was it? Anyway, someone was taking bets on whether or not I'd be late. Oh, get the fuck out of Dodge! <laughs> get the fuck out of Dodge! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I already knew at that point I was going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> was that point in time? The narration starts. Was that point in time? I knew it was going to be late. <laughs> so, um, before we get to our next song here. We're going to play another uh, congrats message, and this one's from High Front. New Music Saturday. Congratulations on 200 episodes. I'm Adam from the band High Front, and on behalf of the band, we want to say congratulations. And here's the 200 more. Cheers. Right on. And that's one band we are going to get on uh, hopefully in July as well. As well as Dennis McCalmont, so awesome. we'll, we'll try to work that out. And uh, <clears throat> um, I haven't, I, I've been thinking about it, but I remember uh, when the last series they did was probably about three or four months ago, but it was going to happen, but then it did, had to be canceled because Adam's better half was having their first kid, I believe. So, oh, that's so, good. Yeah, congrats, well, yeah, congratulations yeah. there. So, yeah, <laughs> so I, I figured I'd wait a bit and see like how because it, it sounds like Adam's their spokesman, or just fine. So. I yep. thought I would a little bit just because I don't want to bother him with the, with the new, but I understand it's a completely busy time, so I don't want to uh, poke and prod and just kind of kind of push like, well, do you want to do you want to interview interview? Yeah. We can uh, we can bond over the fact that neither of us are sleeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody children! <laughs> that was a lovely message, though, wasn't it? I mean, these these the people have really put the effort in. I just thought people would just phone up and go, "All right, well done." But actually, people have really put the effort into leaving these messages. So thank you very much. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's very cool here. Well, you know, like most time, but no, I'll ask you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to up my message game. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, right? So, uh, man, next up we have a brand new uh, Mothman and Thunderbirds, and I saw it, so like, let's take a look at this my single coming out this weekend. It's like, perfect, because both of us have pre-ordered the album, and this is the one of the songs that's available uh before the album is released. Yes. So this was cool. It's like, yes. And uh, I, from the first email, from the first song we played by them, I was like, yeah, we got to keep in touch with this guy and keep, uh, see, keep, yeah. keep the tunes coming, so to speak. So here we go with Mothman and the Thunderbirds, a song called Cloud Giant. Dig this. <laughs> Thank you. 
Now joined by Mothman and the Thunderbirds Men. What a great tune. And Mike, I mentioned to you off air that it really had that old kind of school grunge feel, like, like specifically SCP and Alice in Chains. And yeah. what a what a good progression and and uh, bridge and vocals were great, but such a good mix, man. And I can't wait to hear this entire album when it comes out. So I'm very pumped for that. And it's still available for pre-order. So go ahead and go on Bandcamp, find Mothman and the Thunderbirds, and please pre-order this. Yeah, definitely. It's got it's got amazing artwork as well. It's like really dark, mm-hmm. um, scratchy kind of artwork, which is really cool. Uh, definitely drew me into that. And then it's got this really happy, smiley picture of him next to it, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> which is really cool. He's like, yeah, I mean, no. um, but yeah, this is a brilliant, brilliant tune. It's got definitely got that kind of grungy, like you say, Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, Alice in Chains type vibe which is fantastic and then I just love the drama like the whole thing feels like this this whole album feels like it's going to be just you know dramatic and tense and full of kind of great stories and um, I was going to say thunder stories but that's probably because it's called you know got Thunderbirds in the title but you know what I mean it's got that kind of um, uh, you know epic folktale thing going on which is really cool um and also in the vocal kicks in it's absolutely brilliant so yeah love that i think uh i think it's really exciting that album to go and see right on well man next we have brand new wild horse all right so this one's called right. heartache street dig this brand new wild horse and again thank you to Stephen baldwin for saying this along to us we really do appreciate it. great bands here we go wild horse heartache street dig this <laughs> i 
Right on, Wild Horse with Heartache Street. Uh, man, another great tune. I love getting these tunes because, uh, the, I mean, they're not as good as they used to be, but they still are uh, essentially, I will call them like, like late teen kids, you know, sort of like, what, 19, 18, like that's around there. But either, in the 20s now, right? <laughs> well, oh, 20s, wow. Either way, the talent in that band is just, it's just unreal. I mean, the, these guys are awesome. I mean, and they, they've, I think I was probably a couple of years ago now that um, when uh, uh, we had Stu on from the Premium Blood Radio Show, uh, Stu said, well, I think they finally found their sound and that sort of thing. And he, and he was dead on. He was completely yeah. right. They really have. And they're just nailing it left, right, and center. And just so much fun to listen to because the, they, they go from <clears throat> like uh, 60s, 70s feel, kind of like so much ish, but they go kind of like a rock pop and they go kind of a little, little bit of hard rock, but not quite, but those those uh, those um, chord progressions are just great, and the vocals, the their harmonies are amazing. I just love this band, I love this song. I completely agree. It's I think you just said the phrase "the talent in this band is unreal," and it's funny because that was the first first and only line I managed to write in my tweet before we came back on it. <laughs> Literally word for word, pretty much. Um, I didn't yeah, see I think... it. Like my my phone's like sitting right next to me, but I haven't looked at. It. I've just been talking, right? So. Well, no, I haven't sent it yet. I've just written oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> That's the thing. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, they're ex- I mean, they're exceptionally talented. That's the thing. They really are, uh, really are, really are a band <laughs> that has great chemistry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're a band with great chemistry, uh, brilliant songwriting. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> great sorry, songwriting. Sorry, um, the saxophone in that was unexpected as like, oh hello um but i love that it's just really really good um but just i think everything they do is you know exploring the world around them you know through you know they are still young even if they're you know they're well, obviously they're really yeah, young yeah. um when we first came across them but just exploring everything around them through young eyes but with all that talent and that chemistry because they've literally done it since they were you know 11 12 13 or whatever is incredible like it just sounds fantastic they're such a great band um they remind me of honey badger who who you know similar i think it was 2016 or 17 we put honey badger on off the record and it was just like wow these guys are amazing they were like 13 and 15 or whatever oh yeah nice yeah they're still playing now and this, this, you know, the stuff they're making now is incredible because of that. Um, yeah, I love it. I'm actually quite jealous of bands like that because I, I don't <laughs> think I've started learning the guitar properly till I was about 14. I think I spent three years playing the guitar just like playing an E chord and then my <laughs> brother learned to play an A. My brother, as you know, is three and a half years younger than me. I was like, well, fuck that. I'm going to learn to play an A now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so I, now I write songs in ENA. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to throw in, <clears throat> had to throw in, saxophone, saxophone. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, well, that, that we can't, you know, you can't, you can't help that, right? So. <sighs> 200th episode, you got to put it in. All right, uh, <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. And I, I think I hope we caught the record when we were talking with Jimmy. I think it was when we first started talking about the the, the clubs bang. He's like, "Oh, that escalated quickly, right?" It's like, it's like, it's like totally fine. But like, oh, like, all oh, right, on. And with with, with with Jamie, you never know what you're gonna get, but that's the fun about it because he's a, such a funny guy. He's a great person, and yeah. he'll always do that quick 360 with this in a matter of seconds. Like, whoa. Yeah, okay, I can do that. I can definitely follow with that. So, 
Do you know what was a real privilege with that interview? Actually, was the fact that Richard's first I didn't, time. I, yeah, I didn't realize. Again, phrasing. Again, phrasing. But yeah, have, I was going to say having Richard for the first time. That's not what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just uh, that was really cool. Like you know, for whatever reason, he doesn't want to do interviews. Fine, but I didn't know that he just came on and had a chat to us. Like it was nothing. It's brilliant. Um, I think we're very lucky in that sense. I think we make people feel quite relaxed because we have essentially no structure. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, and the thing is too, is like, I mean, we want to make this like a chill, relaxing conversation. You no, know, we want everybody to feel right at home. And like, this is totally cool. There's, there's nothing. We're not shock jocks here. No, the on, on spot questions will be related to music, not to their personal life, which is just stupid. In general. Not, not their personal life, but just people who do that just because, like, oh, I want raise, so I can do this. Like, no, not like that. Yeah, no, no definitely. But I wonder, um, wonder if, uh, um, oh, God, what am I trying to say? I was going to say, I wonder if there is a list of shock jock questions somewhere that we could randomly ask people. Yeah, I, I don't know if I trust that so much because I think they'd be pretty grody, <laughs> <laughs> like, being completely honest. <laughs> I could yeah, ask them to you. You won't yeah. mind. <laughs> a, a bit, a bit, maybe. But, <laughs> a, bit, a little bit, a little bit. But, and, and, the, and the other thing is, I, I just, uh, because I had mentioned sex on my phone, is the other thing is, we know it's more like, ah, oh, so it's like, like, in the castle, ah, oh, and it's like, oh, what's that going to cover? Ah, oh, if he's dying, well, that's what it says, because ah, oh, <laughs> ooh, no, 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 it's like, ah, oh, by the throat, no, no, uh, ooh, as a uh, panic and alarm, like, <laughs> surprise and alarm. Yeah, surprise, surprise and alarm. It's like, ooh, ooh. Uh. Brilliant. And then the R suffered a field hard back, uh, and there was great dozing. Yay. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's my two cents going that way so um yeah next up let's try to pull that back yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit of a twist Eric <laughs> so before we get to our next song a new song by Trope we're going to play uh, uh, Manipulants uh, voice message to us so do this excellent hey Mike and Bonesy this is Manipulant happy bicentennial to you both you are true indie music champions. Here's to many, many more episodes. Cheers. And the awesome part about this intro was he put in the email. This is apparently a little bit of a teaser of what's going to be on the new album. So that's awesome. Ooh. Yeah. So here we go. Without further ado, we have brand new Trope. This is from their newest album. And the song's called Surrogate. Actually, there's a debut album. And um, I'm going to make an attempt at pronouncing it just because it's... It's not because it's a long title, it's just because um, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. And uh, Mike, I'm, um, it's, uh, I believe it's Eleutheromania. That's exactly how I would have said it, Eleutheromania. Okay, well, I'm hoping I pronounced it right, so they'll let me know if, not, if I didn't. But either way, this is an amazing album. Like I have the digital copy, but I can't wait for the physical copy. But here's a song called Surrogate, do this trope.
Right on, brand new trope with surrogate. Uh, what a great tune! And again, man, there's there's heavy tool influence you can tell in the bass line alone, but it's a great tune, and she has such a great voice. And man, it just it's 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 like she's um when she's singing, it, she's putting so many different mixes of like a different kind of alternative and mixing it with some hard rock. Uh, hard rock metal and a little bit of electro on there as well and it just just carries so well and honestly man she reminds me of Amy Lee she really does like she's got that that presence and she has that just that, that power behind her voice and that's what I would I would say and she can still kind of kind of get that tripped out kind of little kind of down downward we'll call it uh, um, turn and and flatline until she goes back up almost like kind of Beth Gibbons from Portishead as well so she is just yeah I just love love her vocals. Yeah, the vocals are outstanding. It's so like clean and powerful and just totally mesmerizing, I think. Um it's yeah, it's, the whole thing's really tight as well. Like it's a really tight, heavy tune, you know, it's kind of there's big sounds in there, but everything just comes in exactly um exactly on the beat. There's no like overhang or feedback or anything. It right. just sounds like super kind of closed in, which is a really cool sound. There's definitely a bit of tool influence in like the bass and the guitar tone. Um, and like you say, the vocal is just absolutely fantastic. Great band, great tune. I've put it in my wish list to buy on payday. Yes, I'm yeah, looking forward to totally that. Totally worth it. The album is, is, is a masterpiece to say the least. Yeah. So next up, and so last one for song for part one. This is brand new Alex Julia, and she's under I Rock Out XX on on Twitter, and and we'll have her on. I'm pretty sure June for the double check the date, but it's the first Saturday in June, so we'll have her on for an interview. And I can't wait. She's from Jersey, just like Reset the Plan and Ill Advise, so you know it's a Jersey thing. I'll say. It. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go with Alex Julia and a song called her newest song called Like the Sun. Dig this.
right on. What a way to finish up part two. That was Alex Julia with Light the Sun. And it's such a great tune. I love her vocals. I think when I sent it back to her, I said, no, it's like she she is uh, actually, she's a, a lot like Millie Tamara's where she, she kind of paints a, a good imagery picture of what's happening. And mm. you, you can picture her head right away. And that's why one of the reasons I love uh, both Alex Julia and Millie Tamara's because when they write a song, they really give you like, like a full kind of almost crystal clear imagery of what's happening. It's like, my God, like you, you appreciate the song that much more, right? And with with Alex, like just just this the rock alternative twist to it, with a little bit of almost kind of folk uh, um, influence in there as well. But really enjoy this tune, and I can't wait to talk to her. We have her coming up in June. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, I was, funny enough, similar. It's like the imagery, I think, is really good in the way that she sort of tells the story. It's a fantastic summary tune, and it's got some brilliant guitar licks in it as well. Uh, that very first one within the first sort of ten twenty seconds. Um, just a little bluesy lick and you just go, oh, that's nice. And then the whole song is filled with little flourishes like that, uh, which sounds amazing. The production's really feels really summery and vibrant, I think, which is really cool. And it is June 5th. We will be interviewing her. So uh, next, week, next, week. Uh, next week we have off, and then the week after we have In Solace, and then start June off with uh, Alex Toyota, which is very cool. So that's going to do for part one, and we're going to take probably, say, 15, 20-minute break at most. But yeah. like always, uh, we had a great time. I, we do apologize for the, for the um, um, technical snafu. I mean, like I was pretty much chalked up to be in the video for, for Skype. So thank you, Skype. But, uh, <laughs> but other than that, we'll be back about 15, 20. So like normal, we're going to let Dr. Cougar take us out. So until then, we'll talk soon. Bones out. memory banks of the supercomputer shrink eating that trigger out